Thank you for joining the Bevel Talk, Season 14, Episode 6, Weld Tube Special Part 6, The Weld Tube Journey. Today, we're talking with special guests from the Weld Tube Squad, who explain how they got started with Weld Tube and their journey, along with what is next for the welding industry. Let's get right into it. Okay, so now I, I want to dive into Weld Tube a little bit. I know we've, we've talked a lot. We, we mentioned Weld Tube just a minute, but all right, tell me the story of Weld Tube. Like, where did it all begin? What drives your success? How did you all come together? Through uh, Instagram. <laughs> Social media. <clears throat> um, how it started, that's a question for the boss. So, <laughs> so, well, what makes you guys successful then? Like, Lots of different, lots of different uh, styles. Yeah, I think there's so many different styles. So the way I got to be a part of this, which is huge blessing, super awesome. I got asked to go down to a welding competition, and so it opened the door for me that way. But um, to meet all these guys and like, I mean, there's so many different styles. We got exotics, we got sanitary, we got like all sorts of different stuff and uh, i think that's what kind of makes it so successful there's such a well-rounded amount of information on all sorts of things now i think being around each other pushes us to be better at our craft so you know we wait, can't wait, be the wait. one you're that... telling me that welders are competitive with of each course. other i'm not gonna be the lowest on the totem pole <laughs> come on that, that was quite evident this morning <laughs> i was not losing that competition <laughs> do we need do we need to do a bend and break <laughs> we're cool Okay, we're good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. A little x-ray. <laughs> Shoot it. Yeah. What's so great is that we all have different techniques. You know, we, we, we're learning from each other, you know. So, yeah, that's, that's another good thing. Uh, I think one thing that I enjoy from, from watching you guys and, and a lot of other welders and experience is that there's no right way to do it. I mean, there's codes and standards and things that you need to do to, to be safe or be standard. But you can adapt. I mean, it's almost like baking, right? Baking really good bread or baking really good pies. You can make a really, really good pie this way or that way. But how 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 you put your little spin on it? What's your what's your personal signature, right? What is, what is it? What is it about you that just makes it work and pop just a little bit more? Um, it's just kind of interesting. I uh, got on the weld tube. I mean worked with these guys for the last little while but haven't been around too long but uh, another awesome thing to see is uh you know we got two guys from canada we got guys from texas we got a guy from australia or idaho it's uh it seemed like the the welding culture from each area but also just the uh the culture as well um and then getting to see that variety that change how everyone is within their techniques in their area and just something you don't really think about a lot under the hood sometimes, but you get together and see all of it. It's, like, ooh, it's a whole different way of doing it, and actually that works really good. <laughs> you know, I think about um, just the time that we live in and the access that we have to each other through social media, through platforms like WeldTube. You know, in the past, there was, there was regional styles, regional way of doing things, and you didn't always – have the ability to share or even the, the want to share. I mean, you know, I think in the past, a lot of guys would hold their skills tight because they, they, they didn't want somebody else to get it so that they'd get kicked off their job or whatever, somebody better than them. 
But I think the the advantage of social media and the advantage of being able to share that type of information, one, I think it makes the industry better. But two, it brings all these different styles and different areas out so that one, you can make yourself better. You can learn from more people. Um, but you can share you can share those those things with with people much more easily today. Okay, so which one of y'all is the most popular? Travis. <laughs> why, why is that? <laughs> you you heard him talk for this oh, last yeah. while, right? Oh, you, you heard his knowledge there. Yeah. All right, Travis. Who do you think is the most most popular? I'd probably probably say Jake. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Those were a bunch of nobodies. <laughs> so, okay, but um, y'all are a fun group. You know, I've had some time to be with you here. I've been with y'all at FabTech. I've interacted with y'all in a different ways here and there. What are some of the funniest moments or surprises that you guys have had as you've been doing stuff together as WeldTube? I mean... I don't think we can say them. No. <laughs> can we, uh, yeah. It's that brotherhood. <laughs> Yeah, we said what happens in Wisconsin is going to stay here, so we can't speak on that. Hey, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about cheese curds. Uh, so who's, who's the one that, that, you know, causes the most bloopers or has like, oh, crap, we got to start over? Which, which one of y'all is that? I don't know. We're all pretty smooth. I think we well, have enough. I ain't going to say that. But. No, as, far as, as far as being in front of the camera, I feel like we're all pretty comfortable at this point. We've done it so much. So See, we, all, we all screw up a we little bit. We all have our rough uh, times. We'll kind of do it evenly. It's really the cameraman in the back end that that's makes it. y'all that's look right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Oh, Robert's got her taken care of. Oh, yeah, Robert. Way to go, Robert. No days off for him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's next? I mean, what do we do to continue to promote the welding industry to overcome labor shortages or bad images or you know negative images from, from people about welding, about the trades? I mean, what's next? Honestly, seeing your simulator and them talking about exposing middle school kids to that is insane to me. I think that's amazing. I, we didn't have welding in high school or anything like that growing up. So I didn't strike my first arc till I was 22 years old. So to be 10, 11 and actually pick up a simulated mid gun and lay a bead and even know what welding's kind of about, starting them that young, hell, man, they'd have maybe 10 years of simulated experience before they'd even strike the real arc. But that's outrageous. Like, that's going to definitely get more exposure to the trade to get more kids started will eventually progress the whole entire industry. So on your side and on our hands-on side. So that's great for everybody. If you don't know it's there, you don't yeah. see, you get that taste of it. And if you don't know it's there, never know nothing about it. You know, your family's not welders. You don't have any. I'm first generation. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know nothing about it. Arc Reach Smart Feeder delivers excellent RMD and pulsed MIG welding up to 200 feet away from the power source with no control cables, twice the distance previously possible. RMD and pulsed MIG processes also help reduce weld failures and eliminate backing gas on some stainless and chromoly applications. For more information, visit MillerWelds.com slash wirefeeders. I was one of the lucky ones. My dad was a welder and a welding instructor. So my, my life was, was in welding. I was one of the truly lucky ones, right? It's generational. Do you remember 
striking your first arc, what that felt like, how Absolutely. terrifying and awesome that was. Yes. <laughs> I was so bad at it, I paid the kid next to me to freaking weld out my coupon. <laughs> it was 50 cents for a pop in ag class, and so I'd give him 50 cents, he'd weld it out for me, and I'd turn it in. <laughs> Wait, I only pay, had to pay you 50 cents to do my coupon? That's it. Yeah, it was a really good told, deal. No, no, should have no. told me that earlier. Papa's <laughs> Pop a bit more expensive now. I think it's like oh. seventy-five cents. So, oh, buck fifty. Maybe I'll get two of them done. Oh, see. <laughs> so, what else do we got to do to continue to promote the industry? I mean, you, know, you guys are influencers in this industry, like it or not. You you are. So, what else? What's next? Well, I do like the junior, senior, high school uh, competitions that each state has. Uh, I don't think that happened years ago, but it's getting bigger and bigger in the states. Because we have the Texas High School Welding Association, or whatever it's called, and they travel all around. It's like a point-sanctioned event. They go to different schools and compete. It's really cool. And I don't know of any other state that does that. So, and I we get invited to come out to those, make an appearance, talk to the kids. It's really it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. Yeah, just going to people and have them taste uh, a little bit. You know, hey, try this. See if you like it. You know. Have them play with it. Not being afraid to let somebody try it and then share your experience with them, right? Absolutely. We always tried to break out helpers. That was kind of our thing. Uh, we'd have our helpers, and that was kind of the goal between all the welders is how fast could you get your helper ready to go. And so we were on the fab end of everything for a while, for a long time, for the last, you know, 10 years or whatever. And uh, it was how fast could they fit, how fast could they read an eye, so could they pull measurements by the time you were done with them. So it was just a big competition between welders, and then we were just turning these other dudes out. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me about that. How important is a good helper? I mean, how, oh, do you, how, do you, how do you be a good helper? How do you make a good helper? Mm-hmm. Man, I, I lucked out. I had really good helpers. I think I've only ever had one not-so-good helper. But I've always had my brothers, and then uh, then I've had some guys that – decided after my brothers broke out they're like hey man can i be your helper but a good helper somebody that's paying attention somebody that's learning somebody that's teachable and i mean somebody that wants to do it and so to take somebody that's got to drive for it and say okay look we're starting with grinding you're gonna learn how to grind a bevel on this make it right go cut a bevel on this now you know how to fit up what's a two hole just uh just start them out small and then you know, it's a lot of it's on them. They got to, you know, yeah, they got to want it. They're going to have to sit there at lunch and practice and then after work practice. And it's it's not really a given thing. Another big thing, too, is once you kind of get in the groove with that, you know what your welder does. You know what you're doing that day. Start looking ahead. You know this spool is almost welded out or, oh, he's almost done fitting now. We're going to need the next flange, the next fitting, the next prints. Plan ahead a little bit. Try and... uh have Show those, initiative. Yeah, exactly. Have those next things ready. Yep. Not not have to be told, hey, I'm done. Why go get that now? Yeah. You're slowing your welder down. And That's it. Yeah. Also, also, cool. you know, treat your helpers with respect too. Show them that it's fun to do all this. You don't want to just be that a hole and yeah, have them quit on the spot. You know. That's that old school mentality. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think our new up our this generation of rig welder is like that anymore. I don't know any personally. But you definitely hear the horror stories from back in the day. Yeah. So you want to be tough, but also be fair. Fair, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was like getting into sync where, where basically they, the next tool, you needed something. It was there, but maybe not 
just before, but you know, right, right as you needed it, they were paying attention. You were working together. You didn't really have to talk much. You got to talk about fun stuff rather than, Hey, you know, Hey, I need this. Come on, keep going, keep going. You turn around he's already passing it to you. Yep. That's probably one of my favorite things is when you don't have to look and that helper's sitting there waiting and all you do is put a stinger out. He grabs a rod, you hit the stinger, you put your hand out and the next one's there. Click, done. I was very That's one of my favorite things with your helper skills when we were doing the pipeline demo. <laughs> That's like my biggest thing. The rod needs to be facing the same yeah, way I'd every flick time. Flick the rod, the rod would be there. Just, and, and he's talking and he's doing other stuff. It. And yeah, he was like. Oh, yeah, man. that's that's what that's what Cody was doing to me. I was just <laughs> gonna Every say time I was changing my my steak ride. And Jake, you looking pipeline. for a job? Boom. Yeah, another one. <laughs> I'm a terrible helper now. I've tried helping again for like. Like I have a welder buddy that you know wants wants me to come and help him for just a second. I'll be welding on a job or whatever. But man, I'm out here gawking and just doing my thing, and he's like, "Dude, what are you doing?" Oh, sorry. <laughs> he can't get mad at me because I'll just go back to work, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I got to learn to be the helper with my dad, right? Oh, so, was some of the best and some of the hardest times because we say that sounds terrible. It, no, it was awesome because <laughs> awesome. We, we would go three days without saying a word to each other, and then we get in the truck ride back home and be like, you know, "Hey, can you believe this?" Having a conversation, and people would be like, "Y'all didn't say nothing for like three days. Like, what's going on here?" I loved it. So. Thank you for listening to the Bevel Talk Season 14. Please check out all of this season's episodes featuring the Weld Tube Squad, 